Welcome to Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways with Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of Southern Nebraska. Now, here's your host of Hope in the Good Life, John Sukup. In 1993, Pope John Paul II visited Denver for World Youth Day. At that event, he inspired a movement of young people to be apostles of the new evangelization. Well, that inspiration resulted in a group of young missionaries committed to living in community, learning about the faith, and serving the poor. Members of that group are in Lincoln this summer, helping to provide hope in the good life. Two of them are with us today. They are members of Christ in the City, Chaz Canfield and Sophia Van Horn. Thanks for joining us today, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us, John. Yeah, tell us about Christ in the City. What's all that all about, Chaz? We'll start off with you. Yeah, so Christ in the City is an apostolate that belongs to the Catholic Church. Uh, there are two aspects to our mission. The first one is we focus on formation, forming the young missionaries to live out the mission, which is to know, love, and serve the poor. And so during our time at Christ in the City, we as missionaries not only focus on serving our friends on the street, but also learning to grow in our own dignity as well to understand our sonship and daughterhood so that we may help our friends recognize that quality in themselves. Sophia, why get involved in a group like this? This group is definitely something that the world needs. I think that we strive a lot to loving the human person and loving that person in all of their flaws and faults and we see a lot of poverty on the streets. It's very evident we're serving the homeless. Uh, we also seek to see that poverty in ourselves and in the people around us, whether it's other missionaries or our family and our friends back home. And so learning to see the face of Christ in those people and going back and seeing the face of Christ in those that we are oftentimes interacting with is a very substantial part of the mission. So that's formation, right? This isn't so much about helping others, but you're helping yourselves as well. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Before you can be compassionate for other people, you have to learn to be compassionate for yourself. What does your story, Chaz, what brought you to this group? Yeah, so for a long time, I was actually in seminary for the Grand Island Diocese, and I was assigned to it for my summer assignment to go live at Christ in the City for two months. And during that time, while I was out in Denver, I began to see that I had my own issues with perfectionism and my own expectations and limitations I was placing on the Lord that I didn't recognize until I encountered the homeless. And as I began to see them for who they are, I had to begin to see actually who I am and the way that God actually made me to be. And I'm learning more and more about myself. I'm beginning to recognize that my own weaknesses sometimes are actually my greatest strengths. And sometimes some of the things that I might hate about myself are actually things that people love about me. And it's to help me see that in my humanity, God made me this way for a reason. And he wants me to be me above all else. He doesn't want me to go be this perfect person, this perfect priest, this, this perfect married man. Uh, he just wants me to be Chaz, his, a son after his own heart. And so I thought during that, I was realized that I needed to stay with the mission and uh, keep living out, uh, keep, uh, keep serving the poor ultimately, because 
all, uh, it helped me see that in reality, there are poor people out there. There are the homeless and learning to love them has helped me learn to love myself, which has given me a greater strength to actually be able to love them well. Wow. Yeah. To love yourself. Sometimes you can be so self-critical. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was pretty good at that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can relate. Sophia, what is your story? You're not a Nebraska girl, are you? No, I'm not. I come from the East Coast. I'm from Virginia. So uh, I was introduced to Christ in the City by a focus missionary who was serving at UVA's campus, uh, who's from Nebraska. Um, and at that time, I was doing street walks on our downtown mall. So I was kind of doing like a Christ in the City model of relational ministry with people who were experiencing homelessness. And the missionary came by and he was like, you know, I really think that you should consider doing mission uh, full time after you graduate. And I was like, well, I, I don't really want to do this whole focus thing. But he said, I don't want you to do focus either. Like, I want you to go out to Denver and see this Christ in the city deal. And so he took me and a couple of friends out to a trip to Denver to visit with Christ in the city to get to know the mission. Um and I just fell in love with the formation aspect of it. Like the missionaries who go there, they're not just serving uh, on the streets all day, every day. They are receiving a lot through the intellectual life, through community life, uh, through prayer and really being fulfilled um, in order to go out and serve the homeless, to love the homeless well, which is a lot of what Chaz was saying. Sure. Well, that's all well and good. It sounds wonderful. But the world can be a scary place. Give us some stories. Have you ever been intimidated by some of the people that you meet on the street? I've had times where I've been a little scared coming up to a group of people that don't always, they they kind of look like very intimidating and you're like, ah, man, I don't know how I should should greet this group. But then after maybe two lines of introducing who you are and if they need anything or how you can support them, you begin to see they let their guard down as well. And you can ultimately see, wow, these people are not that scary. So often we forget as human beings that the more you get to know someone, the less scary they become. And yeah, sometimes it's scary to actually get to know someone, especially our homeless friends, because some of them have crazy stories of how they're on the streets. But at the same time, we begin to see that they really do care about us and that they know that we care about them which allows for them to let more and more of their guard down so that we begin to just see who they truly are. Mm. And both of us have had scary stories on the streets. I've experienced a time where a guy overdosed in front of me mm. and I had to do <laughs> chest compressions on the guy because he, no one else in the park knew how to do it at that moment before the ambulance came. And I was like, I got to do something. I can't just watch this guy die right here. So, I mean... We've had crazy stories, but we've also have had crazy stories that maybe don't sound crazy, but have like transformed our hearts in a way that seems very crazy. Now, I'm old enough to be your father. If my daughter was out there, I'd be a little <laughs> bit worried, Sophia. How do your parents react to all this work you're doing? <laughs> yeah, I actually asked that question to them over Christmas break, and I was like, do you ever, you know, consider my safety? Are you ever worried about me? And they're like, really <laughs> and I I was a little hurt and then that's faith man. That's my, faith. my dad went on to explain he was like you know I I know you've been doing this for a couple years now like you're doing this in college and 
you always had like great stories to share and you have a lot of safety precautions with it. Um, he's like, I know you're going out in groups and I know that you have a lot of like street smarts and you're very aware. And so, no, I'm like not necessarily worried for your safety. Like I'm always praying for your safety, but I, he's not like living in fear. Um, and I think my mom shared similar sentiments of like, of course I'm praying for your safety, but you're doing something that you love. Um, and at the end of the day, most homeless people really aren't dangerous, uh, they may look a little scary, uh, but they have such good hearts. One of our, our friends from my route, he is covered in face tattoos. He's very intimidating looking. And we were eating lunch uh, and I saw him come out of his tent and I immediately like jumped up to go over and give him a hug. And the other missionary that I was with uh, turned around and saw this very intimidating man walking towards and he like had never met him before. And he immediately sprung up and was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And he was like, oh wait, that's her friend. Like, yeah, I remember the story now. Okay, great. Like, this is fine. Um, so yeah, we we love them and see past all those things. Well, sadly, we have homeless people in Lincoln and you came from Denver. That's a little bit different. Yeah. Are you bored here in Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> we actually, that's a great question. We definitely aren't bored. There are times where like, we don't meet a lot of people, maybe because of weather conditions and they're not out on the streets. They could be under bridges or somewhere else that we haven't found or encampments or they're at different shelters. But what we have noticed and seen is there are people here and we're not all about numbers. I mean, it would be nice to go encounter every single person, but we know and realize that we're never going to be able to do that. And for us, and to live out our mission is we focus and care about who's in front of us in that present moment. And maybe someday we, maybe some days we don't actually see anyone, but ultimately at the end of the day, we realize that our mission is to go seek them out. Maybe we don't see anyone, but we lived our mission mm -hmm. because that was our goal was to at least go seek our friends, go seek the poor to be Christ to them. And so that ultimately they can be Christ to us. How does this tie in with Catholic Social Services? Yeah, so Catholic Social Services, uh, in in a sense, invited us here and wanted our, in a sense, expertise is what they look at us, even though I think we're too young to be experts <laughs> in this mission. But they wanted us to help the staff here learn to, in a sense, just see how us being present to our friends, how they can be more present to their clients. And how sometimes when you are working in this kind of field, it can just almost become like so focused on doing the tax and can lead into a mentality that almost forgets that you're dealing with humans. Even though like at the end of the day, like that's who you're dealing with. And it's just to, to like remember that what is the reason you're doing this line in Catholic social services? Why are you working here? Because you guys are doing so many incredible things. But when it becomes like an everyday job, you can almost forget the beauty of the work you're doing. Sure. And it's not just the two of you here in Lincoln. Is that right, Sophia? There's That's a, right. How many of them are with Christ in the city? So we have four year of service missionaries. So missionaries who signed on for the entire year. Uh, and then we have three summer of service missionaries. So they were invited to come for these three weeks. Um, so they joined us here in Lincoln. 
All from different parts of the country? We've got two native Nebraskans and one from Oklahoma. We usually, when we come to CSS, it's more to kind of carry out some of the basic for, like um, aspects of Christ in the City that we really can't do where we are staying at. Well, welcome to Lincoln. Thank you for doing what you do. God bless you guys. And thanks for joining us on here and hoping the good life. Yeah, thanks, John. Thank Appreciate you. it. That's Chaz Canfield and Sophia Van Horn of Christ in the City. During Catholic Social Services, it's the Hope in the Good Life podcast. I'm John Suka. Thanks again for joining us. You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Sukup. If you would like to connect, donate, or volunteer with CSS, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.